the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Jason Allen King. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We're back at you another week from the confines of our own homes. Uh, Will, Jason, Brian, the whole crew is here, y'all. How y'all guys doing? Hey, buddy. Doing pretty good. Doing really good. Good, good, good. Brian? I am uh, as good as can be expected, I think. Yeah. Well, I expected kind of pretty good. So where are you at relative to that? Yeah, I think pretty good is probably accurate. I was able to take a day or so off over the weekend and uh, just kind of get some rest, and then I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good. You took a day off over the weekend. Most people take two. Yeah, no, I I didn't. I no, I can't. It, 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 with the the uh, Comedy Zone uh, fifteen minute funnies show mm-hmm. every. Saturday night. Now, normally I don't have all the pieces from that from all the comics until sometime Saturday morning. And so I can't really assemble that show until Saturday. And so that kind of takes me all day up until 830, um, you know, when the show airs on 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 Facebook Live. So Saturday, I spend you know most of my day on Saturday putting that show together. Oh, OK. So, wow. So and then Sundays you have a day off sometimes. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, a bit. Um, I've got some uh, freelance work still and things like that 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 uh, you know need to get done um, on Sunday. But I was able to take about half the day off. Um, and then Monday, we, we our power went out after the storm on Monday morning, so we were without power for about thirteen hours. So I was kind of forced into um, uh, um, doing some other things that didn't involve sitting in front of a computer. But that storm was nasty the other night. It was, and at like five o'clock in the morning too. That's that seems unfair. To me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do love to have a storm I, like that. I, yeah. I do love a storm though. It was pretty nice. Well, that's well, that's that's good to hear. I, uh, yeah, I those hours since this thing started, I probably I take myself a couple of days off. I could not imagine working six or seven days. But you are that you know you're that same kid. Scrubbing marks off the racquetball walls. I mean, we talked about it last week. You, you're just that same kid, same work ethic. You know, you do it all the taken advantage of. Getting right. taken advantage of. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some things have not changed. Yeah, I'm making a dollar seventy-five an hour now instead of a dollar fifty. So that's oh a plus, god, yeah. You know, yep, yeah. Don't don't start looking into. To, how much you make an hour? And how, that's a scary thing. <laughs> Fil- film world, we would do that. Would work like a sixteen-hour day, and people would be like, "What's that? An hour?" It's like, shut your mouth. Yeah, don't. About you it. don't want to think about it. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. So then, uh, with the work that you're doing, Brian, in terms of the podcast network, because I know fans of our yeah. show, folks that listen to other shows, are probably wondering how all this still happens with no active studio that we're all at. 
So, you know, if you could yeah. talk a little bit about what just goes into the process of keeping the network going and keeping the content flowing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of um, a lot of the content and, and where, you know, the network's operating at about probably 85 or 90% capacity right now. So, uh, most of our shows are are still recording even on a on a somewhat limited schedule. Um, you know, most of the shows of as you said, because the uh, because the studio is uh, closed down right now, um, are recording through programs like Zencaster, um, which is the program that we're using to record the show right now. Uh, 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 Squadcast, uh, which is uh, similar to Zencaster. Uh, some shows are using Zoom, which is how we started this, but we're finding that Zoom is probably not the best uh, 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 podcast recording uh, vehicle just because of uh, the bandwidth that tends to drop out a bit. Okay. So we've drifted away from, um, from zoom a bit, but, um, you know, that there, there's, there's, uh, um, all the post-production still funnels through my, uh, post-production, um, uh, manager, um, who's still doing most um, of the post-production. I still do a couple of the shows and then I do some client work as well for podcasts, but, um, and who's then the, the shows manager? just get uploaded. What's that? You said post-production manager. Who's that? Yeah, uh, Kanata Edwards. Oh, okay. uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to whoever that was. Yeah, yeah, he's doing um, a lot of the heavy lifting right now uh, for some of our um, our shows and uh, some of our uh, client work as well. Um, and then uh, uh, um, Sarah Pollack, who has a new last name now that I can't remember, uh, uh, from the uh, Comedy Zone uh, – um, she's been uh, our uh, production manager, and uh, so she does a lot of the scheduling and kind of helps me keep track of stuff. And then um, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah's that friend of the podcast for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. And 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 I'm not sure the network uh, would exist honestly without Sarah's help. So it, it, it she's been hugely valuable to what we're trying to do with the network. But um, you know, once the shows are I'm edited, they come back to me, and then I. Um, I'm, um, upload them generally in the evening. They're usually timed to upload about three or three thirty in the morning, so that they're there when people wake up um, the next morning. And I can't remember if we've had this conversation on on this podcast or not. But um, you know, there, uh, uh, there's talk uh, nationwide that uh, podcast listening is is uh, declining uh, because of the lockdown. People aren't commuting; they're not you know working out, so they have less time to listen to to podcasts. Um, that has not been our um, experience at the network. Our, our, our listenership's actually up about 30%. So, um, and and I don't necessarily say that to be like, Hey, we're doing so great during this crisis, but, um, I think we are, let's do, let's do it like Trump, man. We're doing great. (laughs) Right. We've made all the right decisions. Um, I think the comedy zone podcast is responsible for at least 25 of that 30%. If I'm being 100%. Yes, um, you know, but I think that I think that speaks to people wanting to um, wanting to connect with things that are close to home, you know, and 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 wanting to keep in touch with with um, you know what's going on in their communities and and um, not even necessarily uh, virus related stuff, but 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 uh, you know they need a diversion um, and they want to connect with home, and so they're turning to. Uh, local because local commercial radio has turned its back on on Charlotte, but 
you know, there's there's a place here where you can find, you know, 27 podcasts talking about what's going on in your backyard. And I think I think people want that. So um, so our, our, our we are going against the trend uh, nationwide and, and, and finding our listenership actually up over the past month. That's fantastic, man. But when you mentioned earlier that people have less time to listen, I would think they had more time to listen. I mean, if you're you like, think let's, that, say you, let's say you spend an hour at the gym listening to podcasts. So now mm-hmm. you're not at the gym for an hour. What you're home on your ass for an hour? So, I mean, like, why couldn't you just listen the same way? Well, I think um, I think well that your yeah, I think well, I think that your experience with the virus is maybe a little different than a lot of people's. Um, I think people have have um you know they're working from home um which i know you are but um they're working from home they've got kids they've got to homeschool the kids you know that um you know they're not driving um, to work and back um uh, like you said they're not uh, um, going to the gym so if they're if they are working out they're working out with family so they don't have that kind of downtime or time to themselves where they can plug in a pair of earbuds and listen to a um, a podcast for a half an hour or 45 minutes at a time. Um, uh, I mean, I do think that that's what's contributing to the general decline. And I think it's, it's, um, it's mostly the larger podcasts that your Mark Marins and things like that, who are, um, are finding, uh, you know, their listenership dropping a bit. Um, but it, 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 it's, again, that has not been our our experience here people in charlotte are finding time or making the time at least to listen to us which is great yeah i mean i i guess i can i think that's a fair point but i don't know i just i think part of it is that you have like you're used to listening to a podcast when you do x and you're not doing Mm -hmm. x so if you move Mm -hmm. sitting on the couch into the x spot it's just not the same experience. I think that is some part of it because we talked about, uh, you know, you talked about people working from home and everything else. Well, we, we got to hire many people that don't have jobs right now. And a lot of people didn't have right. before that. Right. So, so, you know, there's a ton of people that, so I just, the idea that everybody's just crammed up working from home and there's no time to listen to a podcast that, I mean, okay. But I, I mean, to me, it, it feels maybe partially that because I can understand that. But it's got to be partly, hey, this is when I do it, and I'm not like me working out, like work, like my yeah. Spotify, yeah. right? Like, like I, I love to listen right. to my music app, Spotify, but I listen to it when when I work out, when I take the bus to mm-hmm. work. But so now I'm not doing those things. I'm sitting at home while I'm watching TV, or I'm with the kid. To your point, or I'm doing other stuff that may not necessarily be work, but it's just that's just not when I'm used to listening. Well, and if you um, if you plant yourself, you know, on the couch or um, on the recliner, are you more likely to listen to a podcast or watch Netflix? Watch Netflix, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So I think yep. it's a mix yeah. of of all the things, um, all the things we've mentioned. But I mean, I mean, kudos to to the network, man. I mean, it's just, that's pretty damn good to buck, to to go buck the trend in that way. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I mean, it sounds weird because again, it's not like hey, look how great we are, but but it's a it's a it's an interesting number, and it just it further, um, you know, cements my belief that the local element of what we're doing here really really matters. You are a visionary, Brian. I've always said it, right? I've said it. <laughs> I've always said that. And whenever people ask me about you, the first always. word I say 
It's visionary. It's true. I've been there. I've been there when he said that. <laughs> I know, Jason. Remember that time you asked me about Brian? I was like, visionary. Yeah. You said visionary first. <laughs> he had a whole bunch of other things to say about you after that. <laughs> but he said visionary first. I was like, oh, that's what he started with? Okay. Because the other, other things were not flattering at all. But. Okay. Right. Visionary. I didn't want to go into all that stuff, but visionary, I do mm. lead with. No, no. I'm surprised <laughs> you guys do a podcast together. This is, it's really, <laughs> it's uncomfortable for me. I was like, listen, I, I know the guy too. This is weird. You shouldn't be. Leave his family out of it, <laughs> at least. All right. Well, speak, well, speaking of families, I wanted to take a quick second and ask how, uh, how everybody's families are doing uh, through, through all this. I mean, we, I don't think we've, talk as much about that everybody's cool everybody's people are cool i think so um my uh i've got so so much family here in town but that everyone is home except for my sister she's a uh she's a um a pharmacy tech so she she's kind of out there with the people in the stores so that's a little nerve-wracking um and she uh she lives with her her daughter uh, and uh and fiance there up near my folks. So she's the one I, I'm concerned about. Um, and my, and obviously my folks and everyone's, everyone's uh, playing the game the right way and staying home as much as they can. And seems to be doing well. We had a scare from my grandmother who, uh, um, I can't remember if I brought it up or not, but she is in a, uh, she's 99. She's in a nursing yeah. home in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, uh, they got a, a tested someone there for the virus, which they thought she had. And I think they got a false negative or something. I don't want to misspeak about it, but it turns out they did not have it. So everyone involved there is breathed a sigh of relief, uh, wow. including us that, that, cause to me that that's a bit of a death sentence, um, if that were the case, but it doesn't sound like it's a case she's doing well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to knock on wood and she's a great lady. I'm glad she's all right. I just that's knocked great. on my headboard yeah, too, brother. It's been... That's great news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a it was a uh, midweek last week was was a sad moment of of just waiting for that that other call, you know, as they started mm-hmm. testing everybody. But yeah, so the little, little victories like that are good. How about you, bro? Um, everybody's good. We we you know my wife and I just don't go anywhere. Um, you know, so like uh, we're we talking about the coronavirus store. though now, Brian. <laughs> Just oh yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. like now right. specifically. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't. Yeah, we were not going to a lot of places before this, but uh, yeah, but, no, yeah, we, we, we uh, yeah, that's right. We we were built for this. We uh, <laughs> you know, we went to the um, went to grocery store Monday, uh, and uh, you know, picked up some stuff that um, you know we needed. So we're good for probably the next couple of weeks food wise. And, and, uh, you know, we're just staying as much as we can just kind of out of the way, you know, um, trying not to be part of the problem. Uh, and so we're just, um, you know, hunkering down, keeping our heads down, getting some work done. My wife is working on a new book and designing some covers for some other authors she knows. And, and, uh, we're just staying home with the cat. You know? Parents good. Extended folks. Good. Yeah, and parents are just fine. Um, their their dad will be eighty one in uh, May in a couple of weeks. Uh, but they're both kind of doing the same thing. They're both I'm um, staying home. Mom uh, sewed masks for everybody, so we got our masks from my mom on Saturday. So we were oh, we great. were able to wear them to the supermarket oh. uh, um, on Monday, which was kind of nice. So we have uh, custom made masks from mom. 
uh, which is kind of cool. And I mean, That's in a great. weird sort of way. They got your um, name on. But yeah, everyone's just fine. Um, they do not. <laughs> they do not have. Do they have the comedy zone podcast written on them by chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I did. The logo. I did look up though. Uh, <laughs> I did look up. Um, you know, um, logoed fat like how much it costs to put your logo on fabric. Um, thinking about I'm um, distributing, you know, Queen City Podcast Network uh, face masks. It is. It is still. I, I still don't <laughs> think I'm yet. I, I still don't think I'm used to seeing people walking around with masks on all the mm-hmm. time. I mean, I, I just, it just it's, still doesn't feel. It still feels really weird, and I've seen it for the past probably two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely odd. Um, it's definitely an odd, odd feeling. It's an odd feeling to wear them, and it's an odd feeling to see them for sure. Yeah, I brush my teeth more now. I could tell you that. Do you really? <laughs> you got your own breath is up in my face. I, I feel bad for everyone that I've <laughs> I didn't come even across think about for the last that. three years. <laughs> it's basically like having your hand over your nose, like when you test your breath, oh, but God. all the time when you got one of these masks. <laughs> I mean, I don't like my breath at all. <laughs> Take well, that thing now off. I fixed that. Lay it on the so. counter. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for everybody. I got to get a new mask. I burned through them pretty fast, you know. <laughs> How long do you keep them for? <laughs> Just kidding, man. Got dragon breath. I, you know what I mean? I, I've heard that you can get like one. A lot of them, you can use them one time or two times, and then you really don't need to be using. Them. Well, um, that's if you're in the if you're in the healthcare profession and you're you know you're working with patients all day long, then they're supposed to be just one mask for one patient, but. And for us, um, you know, you can, um, like the ones my mom made, they're, they're cotton. So we could wash them if we needed it, um, needed to, or we just, um, you know, they say that the virus stays on, on fabric for, I forgot what it is, uh, like four hours. Yeah. So that was a couple hours, if, right? Yeah. So if you, if you, if you wear the mask out and um, put it down somewhere, don't touch the outside of it, but put it down somewhere and just leave it for like four hours. And then it's good to wear again after that. Um, you know, the thing to remember about the mask is that it's not necessarily just to protect you, but it's to protect the people that you're around as well. So if you've got it, if you're snotting all over the place, um, um, wearing a mask um, will prevent you from flinging your fluids all over the all Family over the place. show, hopefully, Family show, buddy. <laughs> yeah, really. And, and hopefully keep... <laughs> I heard snot and, and then uh, flinging your... I'm like, this Flinging guy. your fluids. Right. Brought to you by um, Pornhub. Who's the sponsor? yeesh if if i ever record a live album i'm totally calling it flinging your fluids oh god (laughs) we all start crazy but jesus i mean (laughs) relax fella oh but no that's that's good though um i uh yeah i i'm i i'm i'm really hesitant i'm not hesitant but I've been slower to do to get the mask and wear the mask. But I mean, it's coming. I know. Can you I just do a Halloween the obvious, mask until Will. you get a real one. <laughs> no one is surprised, Will, that you are slow <laughs> to get to this. There isn't a single person who's like, you know, who's probably wearing a mask right away. They're not thinking of you, buddy. You're, yeah. I feel nope. like my wife would say that. <laughs> she has said that, Will. I just want to be clear. I, I haven't know, heard her say it, but she does. 
Dude, I have literally surrounded myself with bubble bursters. Like everybody <laughs> close to me is has made it a point to knock me down a few pegs whenever the opportunity presents itself. Do you think you have anything to do with that, or was that is that just random? At this point, I think you motherfuckers are having meetings. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you prop yourself up so much. People are going to kick the tires, man. <laughs> like, he doesn't need help. In fact, he's a little high that's pretty up there. Fair. I, do, I, do, I do think pretty highly of myself. I think that's fair. That's a fair. I can't even be mad. If, if I knew me, I'd probably do the same shit. So I'm not even mad. Yeah. See, I just got, see, I think I'm great too, but see, but I disguise it, right? I kick my own ass every once in a while. See, that's how you do, that's how you hide it. Trust me, I don't want the worst oh, thing in the world are other people's opinions. This guy's with a little self-deprecation. I'm like, I'm not that smart, but I actually think that I am. That's how you do it. I just gave you guys keys to the castle right there. Yeah, yeah. That uh politicians do that a lot. You know, they say bullshit mm-hmm. like, oh, well, really, my wife's the smart one. Yeah. They don't really believe that. As soon as they get in the car, they say, shut your dumb ass up. You hear me talking when I'm on stage? <laughs> I told you not to speak when I'm up there. But then they'd be on stage talking about, oh, Greta is the smartest woman I've ever known. <laughs> I shut your dumb ass up. You were definitely talking about a white politician when you said that. That is Greta. most definitely that is, the white yeah. politicians that do it. Yes. <laughs> And then they talk about my friends across the aisle. They can't stand them. But it's like, you know, <laughs> my friends across the aisle are t- trying to take health care away from children all across the country. Well, why are y'all friends then? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's... So, well, talk would... politics. <laughs> that's what I... I, I kind of wonder, like, uh, the politics being the way they are right now, like, why hasn't someone on the left side of the aisle just absolutely... Uh, busted what's his name's like uh what uh, uh, uh of course i can't think of it. the guy from kentucky who's holding all the stuff up mcconnell oh yeah mm-hmm. moscow Mitch, like, why isn't yeah <laughs> that's right no, like, why isn't somebody that. taking a uh, why isn't somebody taking a swing at mitch mcconnell I genuinely, th- by the, I genuinely think <laughs> that these people they work together. Whether they go on TV yeah. and say that they're, you know, they're definitely, I don't want to say they're in cahoots, but they're definitely, you know, they're colleagues at work. I think they do. I think they have lunch. I think they have drinks. I don't. I think that's a surprise at all. I'm not saying Mitch McConnell and Pelosi uh, are out having dinner on the weekends, but I, I think they might have before. I I, I think, honestly, I think that there was a time when that was more so the case. But I think Mm -hmm. now these divisions, and particularly since Trump has been in office, like I've seen a lot of relationships like Joe Biden used to be, you know, these decent friends. And he's talked about it with Lindsey Graham. And when Trump Mm -hmm. got into office and all these Republicans started kowtowing to him, and bending their own morals and turning their backs on the John McCain's and folks that, you know, people used to respect from that party just to toe the line because the people in their own districts are Trump fanatics. 
So they're scared to say anything about them. They're scared to say anything to them. I think that a lot of folks on the left have lost a lot of respect for folks on the right with the way they've carried on since this presidency started. Sure, yeah. Pro- probably, just, vice ver- probably vice versa, too. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, but what? But if you're on the right, what the hell? I, I think, honestly, I think a lot Same of the politicians man. on the right are hostages. But see, that's the difference, though. I think, it, I think the <laughs> left is actually speaking their minds. And the right, you know, when you're the incumbent, it generally, forget Trump. When you're the incumbent, you're trying to hold power, hold seats. It's like being up in a basketball game. You're just trying to hold the lead where, you know, you can take big swings and stuff when you're not in power. You know, so the people that are most likely to. But then when you're not in power, you know, you need the folks that are in power to you have to work with them to get anything done. If you're on the left. Right. You have to work with them to get anything done. Well, when you're in power and you're the incumbent and then you engage in the kind of politics that Trump, Fox and those folks do, it's like uh, you're just it's impossible to work with. And it um, the way they're behaving is like it's like you got the like you you, you got the House, you got the, the Senate, you know, you got the presidency, but it's like they want the culture, too. You know, it's like they they've got all mm-hmm. the seats, but they want, you know, they they want the snowflake thing and they want the all these cultural wars that, you know, are being fought. It's like they want everything and they can't stand that Hollywood folks and these folks are so popular. And if they want, you know, if if Joe Biden, OK, at the Democratic National Convention, you might see Jay-Z, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, all of them at the damn Republican one. <laughs> you might get Ted Nugent and. And the Tiger King. And the Tiger King. So so right. So they don't they don't really have a grip on the culture like that. Like it's not cool. Right. So it's not cool to be one of them. So and I think, you know, they're not happy enough with the seats. They want to win the culture wars and they want to fight these Kaepernick culture wars. And it's just it's a different thing they're doing. So, you know, maybe they've lost respect for people on the left, but I'm like, the left didn't go anywhere. The right moved right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- I mean, opinion. for for sure, I I do I do think though that uh, unless it's just uh, you know lip service, I do think the people uh, on the right feel like the left has gone further left. I I still believe that. Uh, I'm not saying that that's correct, but I do think right. that that there there is a mindset. There there's not a mindset that well we're the ones who changed. Of course they don't think that. Yeah, you know, but it's it's I funny. Think they, I think they you, feel like what? they. They, they they they've they've sort of just uh um they they buried their their you know their feet in the sand a little bit like they've gotten a little more staunch in their in their view because maybe for all the reasons that you just said maybe because the left was becoming you know is cooler and was becoming more popular I th- I think culturally in this country I think it would be hard to argue that we haven't swung a little bit more more left and more more uh, liberal and you know open-mindedness this is the things that you that the, the, those keywords you think about when you think about liberalism i think in general we've done that and i think the right i think that's why trump is where he is because the mm-hmm. the right has been feeling this and they're they're you know i'm hoping this is a bit of a death rattle but i don't know it's interesting man it it, it really is interesting because i think that <clears throat> I think some of the yeah, I think some of the folks on the right are, you know, fall into the the bucket that you're talking about. But I I just I I think some of them are hostages 
and that yeah, I should say, by the way, that I have no idea what I'm talking about and should not be taken seriously <laughs> in this conversation. In any way, can well, I get that out real quick? Uh, I, all of this is based on just what I just found in my pocket. That's that's nothing. There's nothing. I, I mean, I, I'm just imagining being if I were if I were in that party and in office, right? I'm in the House or the Senate, um, Congress or the Senate, um, House or the Senate. And if I'm there and you've got this guy, and I mean everything from the the separation policy to the allegations of you know uh, sexual assault with women to the public comments to all these things that you know the Republican Party, you know, I mean, you look back at Bill Clinton and how there was this moral sort of corner that. Republicans mm-hmm. were trying to take over, like we're the party of morality and we're the party of, you know, decency. Right. And the Democrats are just these wild liberal. They want to dance around and have parades in San Francisco and screw interns in the Oval Office. And that's that party. And then right. you put this guy in there and it's like, what happens to all that rhetoric? So either you've got to suffer from tremendous delusion and dissociative disorders or you understand that it's just a power play and you're going to shut your mouth and you're going to play your role because you don't want to lose your seat. There was a great comedy on in, uh, I think it was the late nineties called spin city. Mm, yeah. That was, that was a good show. That, uh, yeah, this is what all this is. Everyone's just, it's all perception. It's optics. They can think that uh, people built their lives around creating, uh, storylines and, and, so we're all being manipulated in my opinion um yeah yeah. either side you know and i'm not when i hate my i hate that statement when i say either side i mean specifically in these moments the last four years has been there's a whole bunch of people who are creating um shit that guy's rewriting history every time he goes up in front of a microphone you know this is what's happening i am so glad you just mentioned that these people okay these people Walking around that you see talking about, oh, Republican, Democrat, they're all terrible. They all suck. They're all trash. All of them, all of them, all of them. Number one, nine times out of 10, these people, they've picked a side. Okay. There, there are very few people that are really just yeah. totally objective and don't have a political bend either way. Right. But <clears throat> right. it just feels like such a cop out. Right. Both, both, both sides suck and this and that. To me, that's just a way to not invest yourself in really breaking down the issues and figuring out where you are on them. Because I'm pretty sure that I have a, I'm pretty sure I have a meme out there that that it's that is the minute you say uh, they're they're the same or uh, uh, this or that or whatever, that just means you're a Republican. <laughs> the minute you're like, listen, I'm not, I'm not Democrat or Republican. I don't go with you're Republican. Got it. All right, check that box for these people. The, immediately, if you say that, that's who you are. Yeah, I've never already raised your flag. It's so frustrating. You got a so big, old, big old elephant flag. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? You just told me. If you were trying to hold your cards in your chest, you're holding them the wrong way. I see your entire hand right now. I see. Pair and they really it. think they really think they are saying something when they say this mess. Yes, <laughs> both yep. both sides. Oh, yeah. 
are terrible, isn't it? People go, yeah, brother. You're right, brother. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> listen, they're, they're both they're both doing stuff to us. It's like, nah, nah, they're not. They're not. <laughs> there is a villain in, in our government right now. It's one side and one guy. Yeah, that, he right. I because I have I have one of my um one of my good one of my best friends is a uh, is a conservative and um, he used to work on the Hill for years. And this guy's like, you know, I, I'm a, a Republican. I've been a conservative for however many years. But this guy, uh, he's got we got to get him out of there. I mean, uh, even people that are lifelong Republicans, some of them are like this. This is just this is ridiculous. Like. He's just—I don't know. It's like it's almost like you elected a a spokesperson, just someone that could say all the shit you didn't feel comfortable saying. Like, now listen, I think I think both sides have some really interesting points, but I do. I'm kidding. That was a that was a joke to my last. <laughs> but I will say I will go with you with this and say I do feel there are people who are conservatives who who I know as well that I kind of feel bad for them. Where you're like, oh man, you are in a place where you are now lumped in mm-hmm. to that to that person and and this new sort of like you said the kowtow group of of people who are just protecting their jobs and yeah, like you're, oh man, that sounds, but what a tough spot to be in for your buddy. It, it, it is. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens, whether, you know, I mean, I, what, how, how the election is going to happen, um, you know, whether it's going to be mail or what's going to happen. We just saw what happened in Wisconsin. So this is going to be, I can't even describe how fascinating this damn election is. I mean, this is, yeah. Because every mm-hmm. every four years they say this is the biggest election in our country's history, but this shit at this time, uh, <laughs> I feel like it. Might yeah. Be true. yeah, I think yeah. you're right. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Is that, but if there wasn't particularly today, uh, if there wasn't so much at stake, this would be hugely entertaining. Right? right. I mean, it would be, it would be right. really, it would be fun to watch and it would be fun to watch it play out. But there's so much, you know, on the line in the next couple of months uh, that, that it's, 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 it's nerve wracking because, you know, nobody thought in, you know, in 16 that he had a shot and here we are, you know, and, well. and, 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 and so it's, it's iffy. I mean, there's a a thought, you know, in the back of my head that he won't even be the candidate in November. That really? that he's he's he is tremendously ill and Wait, who's sick. Who, who, I'm sorry, did I miss something? <laughs> I don't. I have a. I have a. I have a feeling that there's a chance that 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 uh, uh, Trump may not be the candidate uh, well, representing I, that's the what Republican I thought you were Party. Saying. I was like, Wait, did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Interesting. He's he is really really sick. Like uh, well, dementia related. I mean, this is I have no you know medical proof other than just watching his decline over the last several years. But well, I'll tell you uh, what I, I, I just I, I, yeah. I I I'm, I'm I don't disagree with you. And by the way, I just looked on Twitter. That's what I was uh, also got distracted. Did you see that Trump mm-hmm. just announced that he's he's halted funding to the uh, the World Health Organization paying review of their coronavirus yeah. response. Right. So. In the middle of the pandemic that we're that we're dealing with right now, mm-hmm. just crushing the world, 
he's going to stop. Yeah. And the second wave of it, by the way, the second wave that's now starting to sweep through China and Taiwan and Korea. And yeah, there's a second wave. And he's yeah. pulling funding from the World Health or- Health Organization yeah, because he says I mean, that they effed up their response. Yeah, this is ha- this is the 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 ego and the self preservation is the only thing that this that this guy knows anything about. How did we get yeah. into all this? Yeah, he tried to he tried. To yeah, this is not a political podcast. Just for the for, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is not a political podcast. <laughs> Everything I say should be suspect. In the greatest piece of irony ever, he got on the World Health Organization for not being forthcoming about the severity right. of the issue. I was like, "What? Right. No, that's what you did, bro." Uh, Ember's well, new. He clothes, also blamed. Man. He blamed. Um, he blamed China for not being transparent, and that the World Health Organization backed China when China wasn't being transparent. But yet, he has a tweet from the end of January that praises China for their transparency in responding to the. <laughs> it's it's again if there wasn't so much at stake this would be hilarious yeah and the other there's a lot of the other tough part is the one or two bright lights that you have you know where you see a guy like Fauci, and it's like okay people like we can trust that guy they talk about firing his ass yeah yeah yep Mm -hmm. that's exactly the guy that he that he hates Mm-hmm. That's exactly who he is. The minute that anyone t- says anything that that goes against what he's saying, or just has integrity, it it is glaring in in contrast to him, and he needs to get away from it. Yeah. So unbelievable. Well, <clears throat> that's a good place to end our first segment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because we are transitioning into some fun and hilarity, courtesy of our very own. <laughs> Jason Allen King, we have a new segment. We're going to debut on the podcast. I will tell you right now, I'm setting the bar high. It's funny as hell, okay? Jason described it to me. Uh-huh. It's funny as hell. So if it doesn't work, it's because of the execution. So that's on you guys. Yeah. I'm always funny. So it's on you two to carry the rest of this this Jason's idea here because it's a good one. So just don't F it up is all I'm saying. Coming up oh. second second. Perfect. If it yeah. doesn't work, Jason, we're going to pull funding. <laughs> and then at the end of it i'm gonna say how would you guys rate your own performance of that segment oh 10 10 are you kidding 10 all right so we'll be back soreness and pain isn't always the result of activity this is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. Prolonged sitting in a car or at your job aggravates muscles and joints and can cause pain. A standing desk can help. The key to alleviating the discomfort that sitting can cause is changing positions more frequently during the day. Alternating between sitting and standing at your desk, in addition to taking walk breaks and stretching, can work to loosen those tight muscles and joints. The perfect standing desk should be high enough so your computer keyboard is at elbow level and your monitor at face level to avoid neck strain. Before you start standing at your desk, take into consideration any knee or foot injuries and wear flat, comfortable shoes. This has been your 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Welcome. Did it? Okay, we back. Now's a good time. Yeah, good. I didn't know whether that music faded or just was out for a second because there were a couple little times in there where I could hear it and I couldn't. So I wouldn't. I didn't know whether it was a fade or whether we were back. It faded a little abruptly, but yeah. Listen, I only have so much control, man. Hey, with the new technology. That's all. Hey, man. Look, I I understand it, man. I understand it. So, uh, like I said, I teased it before. The break, we got a new segment, courtesy of our own Jason Allen King. Um, Jason, maybe you'd uh, like to explain. Uh, what Want me to tee it up? Yeah. Um, just in an effort, this is a comedy show, so we're going to, you know, comedy podcast. So let's try to let's try to make some funny out of it. Get some get some some funny legs here. Uh, this is a segment I'm going to call audio memes. Uh, I think we're all familiar with memes. Uh, out there and in the in our perspective uh, studios, right? We know we know what memes are. Uh, so I think the idea is let's let's see if we can get a sound effect, and then we'll add the caption to that sound effect. That's the idea. Does that make sense to everybody? It does. It does make sense. I have to level with you. I instantly regretted asking you to intro the seg- intro the segment when you used the term <laughs> funny legs because I <laughs> funny legs. <laughs> We trying to establish funny legs. Yeah, you know we got to get some some. No, it's probably a bad bad analogy. Some yeah. knee slappers. <laughs> knee slapper. Yeah, you know, get some funny legs under. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't bode well for this segment. <laughs> I well, think it's off to a good start. Well, I, I think, think it's, it's off. It's certainly on brand. So uh, for, <laughs> it's definitely on brand for this podcast. Yikes. For this <laughs> podcast and all its participants, uh, this is on brand. <laughs> So, uh, okay. So, uh, let's, let's, let's do this thing. Um, Jason has described what we're going to do. Brian, are you going to participate? Are you just going to handle the sounds or you just jump in or how are you going to do this? I maybe sure. <laughs> I if you're inspired. I, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah jump exactly. in. That's okay. not really my thing, but yeah. He's we'll, got funny legs. We'll give it a shot. Well, you do have yeah. funny legs. Hey. We'll, 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 we'll <laughs> leave the light on for you. We'll leave the light. <laughs> All right. right. Let's cue <laughs> so it up. What we got? Got it. Got it. All right. So that is the sound when your mom asks you, how do I TikTok? <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's a good. That's good. All right. your bo- did your mom like ask you how to TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very popular right now. I don't think she should be TikToking. I don't even know if that's a thing. Who's? I don't, I don't know, know what TikTok, TikTok is. If your mom <laughs> learns to TikTok before I learn how to TikTok, we should all be concerned about that. All right, okay. Uh, go, run, run it again. Well, so let's see if you could generate one. Go ahead, uh, yeah. uh, Brian. Run that one more time. Yep. 
that is the sound you hear at any point in a conversation when someone tells me they don't see color. <laughs> that is exactly what happens. The conversation is over. We don't have anything else to talk about. You're an idiot. And that's the most useful state. First of all, it's patently untrue across the board. But second of, second of all, it is the stupidest, most useless. I don't need, let me just say this. Okay, for all the racists out there. I, I'm sure we have some racists listening. Just the numbers suggested. So, so <laughs> And our viewership went up. So we probably got more racists. Uh, so yeah, there are yeah, a couple more. Right. So uh, for all my racists out there, okay, whenever you're having a, and for those of you who are racist and don't know it, because there are many, mm. if you're having a conversation and you feel the urge to tell someone of color, uh, I don't see color as a way to show them that you're about equality and everything else. That is not the point. Okay. It is not about mm. not seeing other people's colors. It is about seeing other people's colors and appreciating the differences in culture and appreciating what they bring to the American fabric. It is not about not seeing color. It is a stupid, useless statement. Step your levels up, ascend to a higher level of humanity, and talk more about uh, recognizing differences and respecting them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think racism is specifically not <laughs> embracing and appreciating <laughs> other people's color and culture. I think that's... I'm just gonna go by definition it, it, in reverse. You you know you, you know where it falls in line with those those statements where it, like if somebody's talking about somebody being gay and they go, well hell I like like with the color thing right they go well I don't see color you could be blue green brown yellow purple okay what the fuck okay so so you have that or or if somebody's talking about somebody being gay well you know you sleep with a man dog a frog a bat a, well, I don't care what why are you equating. <laughs> <laughs> right? right like that's somebody else's business but they want to have two orangutans in there what are you doing it's not about that like it all falls in the same bucket of useless i don't have a racist bone in my body bullshit that uh i agree doesn't doesn't move the ball forward at all so okay yeah so when people do it i just get the hell out of there just like you there's your <laughs> just, first audio meme that's just, right like that, you hear that sound like that is me that is me. I will leave your dinner party. I will leave your That's dinner party, your meeting, your church service. Wherever that sentence gets uttered, I'm out. That's the sound you hear if, if she says, the baby's yours. <laughs> That's one. That's the sound. All right, we have another one? We do. Hold on, I, got, I think I got another one for that one, too. Oh, go good. Oh, okay. Uh, that is also the sound, uh, historically, any time I've been asked to work late. Uh, that is the sound that you hear. I'm not, I do not. I, I'm not a go getter. Uh, I've never been that kind of employee. Uh, Once so, the Flintstone yeah. bird screams, you're out of there. That's it. When the Flint, I am out of there. I, I've never like you know sentences like I'll take the liberty of. I've never taken the liberty of of <laughs> filling whatever you want. I'm not taking liberties out here. <laughs> I'll take so. it upon myself too. <laughs> No. Statements like that, no. Nah, I nah. figured I might. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be helpful, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since I was here, I figured <laughs> out. <laughs> and that's how I laugh when people say that shit to me. Yeah, when I'm in a meeting and they go, yeah, I figured I'd go ahead. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> They're not paying you by the fucking initiative. <laughs> All right. Uh, good. Good stuff. This is fun. It's just a chance for an right. event. That's what this is. I love it. <laughs> All right. Let's go to number two. All right. Number two. Okay. All right. Great sound. That is the sound that you hear after I eat gas station sushi <laughs> at some point in the evening. <laughs> and that is a recurring, recurring sound. <laughs> fart jokes, people. I'm doing fart jokes. You heard it here. Uh, that is the sound it makes. Uh, whenever Mitch McConnell confirms another federal judge. <laughs> That's <how it> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's it. Go ahead, play it again, Brian. That is, that's the sound that I'm going to make when I see next year's tax returns. There it is. That's... <laughs> Wall, wall. That's it. <laughs> sadness. That's the sound of sadness. Brian, you got one? You don't have to. I've just not to put you on the spot. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Um, <laughs> no? Well, no, I, guess... I, don't have, I don't have anything for that. <laughs> that's the sound I make when Jason asks me for a joke I don't have. That's the... That's the sound that when a punchline doesn't land. That's what I hear right there. Okay. That's the sound. That's the sound of me trying to play the recorder in middle school. I'm like, why is mine making this sound? <laughs> mine's broken. I think mine's I broken. Saying, I think mine's broken. I'm not blowing it wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. That went as well as I thought. Let's go to the next one then. Number three. Uh, it, it, that is that sounds appropriate now because that is the sound of allergy season. Mm. <laughs> well, now that I am over forty, that is the sound you still hear five minutes after I'm done peeing. <laughs> I can't leave the toilet. That? I I I, I thought <laughs> that was when I used to hear old dudes say that, like you just pee and you can't stop it, and there's just a drip later on. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Sure enough. Nope. Sure enough, I got the drip. Uh, you can, you can just everyone when you see me in the street, just know that part of my left leg is wet most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> if I've gone to the bathroom at any time throughout the day, just know it's a little wet on the left side. Brock, you play the sound. That's too much information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to get. I heard somebody talking about. Uh, <laughs> I forget what comedian it was. It was so stupid. So I'm going to preface it with this. Okay. But he said he was trying to develop uh, little felt strips uh, to catch the drip that you can uh-huh. just put, <laughs> put right over the tip. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's, 
actually pretty good. Uh, Louis C.K. and I know, but uh, Louis C.K. used to have have um, a bit about. Um, he would talk about how at any given time there was a quarter cup of water just sloshing around his crotch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I do remember that. I remember also feeling gross about it. Yeah, yeah. Could you play that sound one more time, Brian? That is also the sound you hear after you visited Pornhub for the fourth time in one day. <laughs> it's not exactly a strong stream at that point. No. <laughs> and the fifth one's just a puff of dust. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound that's the sound you're gonna hear when America when half of America realizes Ildra's Elba finally got cast as James Bond. <laughs> Half drip. America, a lot of dripping, gonna be moist. A little more than half, Jason. Acknowledge the case. <laughs> a lot of people gonna be happy about that. It's gonna sound like it. And really, You're some like... non-gays. Idris is just a fine man. I'm not even gay, and he's a fine man. There's yeah. no, you know, I. It's it's just what it is. I mean, America is going to drip when Idris gets the bond nod. He's gonna be uh, the hey, sexiest I, Bond ever. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. A, I, I'm not right telling saying another man's attractive. I can do that. I'm not. I ain't scared of it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not scared. I'm, I just I'm saw a movie scared. with him, by the way, and we can d- dip into this. There's a movie called Molly's Game. Is anyone okay. familiar mm-hmm. with this? Yep. Um, about uh, Molly Bloom. I remember when it came out. Watched it the other night and uh, kind of knocked me out. And Ildris uh, Elba is in that, and he was fantastic. He's fantastic in that movie. Uh, a slightly smaller role, and um, Jessica Chastain is. It's it's such a great movie. I don't know. By the way, it's written by Sorkin, so that, obviously it's going to be good in my opinion. But whole lot yeah, I heard that sound. I heard oh, that yeah, sound during the movie, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I was like, "What is? Oh, I should use that for the audio <laughs> segment." <laughs> I wasn't watching it alone. I'm, I'll say that. Uh. Fair enough. <laughs> It's not like right. when your lady has those reactions to these guys. And that happens. To, it's just like they can't even control it, you know? She's a screen. It's like, oh. She's a big fan. She's big a fan. big fan. Big yeah, fan. yeah. I love, <laughs> definitely going to keep them out, out of the same room if that ever becomes a, a, a thing. I, I but see, me, me and my wife, we don't do as much of that because the, the problem sometimes is and the, the woman, she'll, you know, if they ask who's your crush or who's just all the way, they'll name famous people. You know, like, oh, Idris Elba, Morris Chestnut, or Leo DiCaprio. Dudes would be like that girl that works at the Kinko's off College Street. You know her? They're not playing the same game, Will. Right. Like, dudes. Dudes be pointing out shit they could actually have. That's a problem. Well, see, now I've gotten in trouble. This is actually a real thing because they'll be like, oh, who's on your list? To be like, I'll name people and then, but but I've worked with them. <laughs> and they're like, no, yeah, that's, yeah. no, you can't yep. say someone you've been yeah. in the room with them. That's you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah that's you're yeah. not playing fair. You supposed to play. You supposed to do that with somebody that is wholly unattainable. Yeah. Yep. Well, I I also want to be very clear. Still wholly unattainable. Wholly unattainable. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm still me in the room with them. I just want to be clear about that. That, that there's. <laughs> Never been a, an issue where they were just like, maybe. Eh, just, <laughs> never I think it's thing. just something about the fact that you've smelled them once. You've smelled yeah, them. Well, that's, that's, yeah. You've been close. You've been within social distancing. 
yeah, close enough. Made, close made enough. eye contact. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 I made people laugh. I did. I made Claire Danes laugh at the craft service table. It's a, it's a highlight for me. Genuine laugh or an uncomfortable? Let no, me just it was good. Night. It was good. I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was on. Were you on that night? Yep. Sure was. <laughs> was that uh, so, uh, little things? Uh, Homeland, obviously. Was that uh, season one of yeah. Homeland or um, uh, one or two? I did the t- two seasons. I okay. Can't remember what's? Did you I know uh, uh, a woman named uh, Katie Garner who was? Yeah. Uh, Claire Standen, absolutely, uh, Katie's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. It's a small world. It yeah. is a small world. She's she's yeah. oh, she she moved away. Where did she move to? She is now in uh, Wilmington. Uh, oh, okay. Like um, yeah, area. She's doing uh, weather for the Fox affiliate. In, That's um, what I thought. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, so not Wilmington, but Winston Salem. Winston. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I didn't know she was yeah. uh, a little closer. That's great. Of course, yeah. I know her. Yeah. 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 She's fun. Yeah. Small world. Small world. Look at that. How now? And you obviously you know her because she was getting involved in, uh, in broadcasts even yep. back then. She, I believe, right? She. Uh, I worked with her at uh, WBTV here in Charlotte. Very cool. Yep. Yeah. Fascinating. You know, there was another uh, woman who worked. She was an anchor for a while. She's a blonde woman, and I'm not going to remember her name. We were friends sort of in another life in film, and she was here, and I'm trying to remember her name as we talk. I'm not going to remember. She was an anchor. She, I think she went to, like, Ohio or something. The great story, Jace. All right, I can't remember her name, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that did no payoff at all. No, That's yeah, right. you know, you know yeah. the, the blonde anchor? Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. But she, um, she worked Katie in film for, uh, for, for a while. while. Maybe. Okay. Oh, man, I'm getting um, that mixed up. Thank you for that four minutes, fellas. Yeah, we can cut that. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know any of these people. I'm drinking. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, so, oh, but you have to tell us. You got to tell us what you said to make Claire Danes laugh. I mean, that doesn't happen. Oh, anymore. I have. I have no idea. You didn't no, write I, it down. No, no, I don't. If I made nope. Claire Danes laugh, I'd remember what. I mean, maybe you just you're around. You're making so many celebrities laugh. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. No, I don't. I know because I don't really know. I my for what I do on film, I'm not really. I don't have that much access to them. You know what I mean? I'm not uh, I'm not near them that often, so that was just a that was just a, a fun a fun moment where I don't know, I cracked about Doritos or something like that. I can't remember what it was. It was something dumb, but I got a good laugh out of her. She yeah, it was funny. That was the day Yay. Jason knew the stage was his. It was calling. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, I think I started doing comedy. <laughs> that was the inspiration. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. Fantastic. <laughs> we have wait. We have one more, Brian. Right? I have one more. Right. All, All right. right. Let's do it. Uh, this one is quick. Ready? <laughs> that is Will Jacobs' father. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> it's Will's dad. <laughs> Absolutely. I, that's totally. Will, back me up. That is a hundred percent not my dad. <laughs> First of all. Whoever that is, it sounds very uh, like there's a lot of uh, that person's heavy. Okay, whoever did that one is a heavy, heavy person. My father have to breathe through their mouth. Yes, my father's a very svelte man. uh, So, (laughs) see, Jason, that 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 also is the sound that Mitch McConnell makes when a federal judge gets confirmed. (laughs) <laughs> is that, is that him? He's finishing. Is that him finishing? That, that is him. That is him. Oh, oh. 
my God. Well, that segment has been called Audio Memes, so you can guarantee that you're going to hear more of that in the future, everybody. And that was, listen, I think that that is a keeper. I can tell you now, I, I've, I've just, I don't even need to see the exit poll. That is a good segment. <laughs> now, we've had some duds, okay? We've had some duds. But One, that yeah. is, that's a, that's a good segment. I feel like Oof. everybody did a great job. Brian, you could be a little sharper next time, but I think that we did a nice job with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll try to do better. Contribute a little if you could. That'd be great. But a couple silent spots where I'm like, ah, Brian's a little slow on that sound trigger. But uh, you know, generally, for it was all our first runs. Uh, I think we did good. I love, I love what we did. I agree. I agree. We should all pat ourselves on the back like we're doing. That segment had funny legs. (laughs) Turns out, turns out you were right. It was right. Thanks, guys. (laughs) That is the response from Audio Memes. (laughs) Nicely done. Foghorn was the hardest one. I gotta say, Foghorn was was that one was tough. But um, that was tough. Really fun and gets you gets your brain working, right? I mean, gets your yeah brain trying to crank out some funny, you know. Perfect. So we'll have a new game next week. We'll figure out something to do, but yeah, let's keep yeah, that in the a, rotation, man. I like that. I've got I've got another yeah, one absolutely. in the in the hopper. Uh, I don't know if people say that anymore, but I do. I've got another one in the hopper. We'll <laughs> we'll see if we can break that out next week. More ideas for that. Damn. Yeah. Look at Jason. Bro, he might he might be the MVP this year. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. This, this year? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I just feel like there's a lot of year left. This year sucks. You know, we shouldn't, so. we shouldn't, we shouldn't, well, it does, but. I'm trying to give Jason you know, a compliment when there's not a high bar. Hand out the MVP. Like at the all-star layered, break, maybe. That's a layered comment. Dude, you yeah. get, you get a C for just being alive. Yeah. Well, shit is hard yeah, out here. Like, <laughs> like I, I got a little thing I was going to do on a piece of paper and I was going to say that uh, coming in my new year's resolution <clears throat> was uh, strive in 2020 to reach my goals, you know, strive in 2020. Now it's just survive 2020. If I'm here next year, then I did a great fucking job because there are 10 different things trying to take my ass out, okay? If it isn't the president, if it isn't viruses, if it isn't unemployment, it's just so many things coming at us, man. I know it, man. Yeah, everyone, everyone should have the same goal. Just make it. Make it Just through. Make it through. And make I like and I like what you said before, Jason, last week, I think, you know, you were kind of talking about getting creative and <clears throat> figuring out new ways and angles to be funny and still do your thing. And uh it may not be clubs, but there's still other ways to work that creative muscle and keep it, you know, keep cranking out stuff. And I think that was a really good point. Uh, but I think that some people have taken because what you said was like a suggestion that people, but some people are out here trying to be like uh, life coaches on Twitter. You know, yeah. this is the time you need to take life by. This is this is a what do they say? This is a slowdown for a step up or some shit like that. Use this time to <laughs> oh, to, to, to to get your body in shape to do this to do that. You got time now. You're home. Come out of this better than when you went in. Listen, man. There's a fucking pandemic. Okay, just survive the shit. That's the bar. Survive the shit. Me, I honestly, I may just sit back and get fat. I'm thinking about just eating and chilling and not worrying about any of it and then getting in shape when this is over. 
Because when have I ever had a year to just enjoy cheeseburgers and pizza? I've never treated myself to that. There's always this pressure of every time I have a cheeseburger, oh, I should be eating that. What if we just said, fuck that for one year? Just, just enjoy the year, eat whatever the hell you want, and then come out and try to do better when the doors open again. I think people do that all the time, but uh, yeah, do do what you got to do, buddy. Have fun. Don't don't let don't let us get in the way. I'm telling you, you've been on Pornhub three times. Make it four. Nobody's counting. Okay, stop judging yourselves for this stuff. I know what people are doing out here, Brian. They reach out to me in the comments. Okay, people are really suppressing what they want to do. You inside, don't die and don't kill kill anyone else in the house. If you do that, you did good. That's right. This is what this is what the coronavirus has done is lowered the bar, everybody. Yeah. It's okay. Don't listen to, don't, it's don't, okay. Don't listen to Brian working six or seven days a week and shit. Don't listen to that. No, no. That that's that a is bad example you're setting. Anyone down. else should be doing. Okay. Uh, I don't recommend no, it. it. I don't either. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Doesn't sound like Brian recommends he do it. I don't, he do I don't it. Think I, I, I know. I, I think it. I think it, whatever your response is to this, it's the right one. Yeah, that, I, I think that's a little as, too much. That, yeah, that's a little too much. Not, I don't see color. that's a little too much, row, Brian. I <laughs> you can't give these yahoos that much leeway with that. <laughs> as I long appreciate as it's the legal, non-bigoted. Well, of course, yeah. yes, of course. Yeah. Well, you know what? We need to do that. That's why we have rules. You know, that's yes. why there's speed limits. Someone, someone ate shit one time and ruined it for everybody. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, fellas, uh, I think. Listen, man, uh, I think we did great. I think this that is fantastic. This, this is the best one this year, I think. I'm going to go ahead and say that too. I think it was the best yeah. one this year. We had a fantastic mm-hmm. new segment. We talked uh, very. <laughs> re- <laughs> we talked about politics with an even-handed. Uh, yeah, we were very fair. Very we fair. Were very fair. We were very. <laughs> we both sides that. sucked. We were fair to both sides. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep, they did, definitely didn't not come back to the second segment. <laughs> so, uh, everybody, uh, before we go, um, anybody got anything coming up that they want to talk about? Uh, Brian, I'll start it and then hand it to you because we're going to talk about the same thing. Uh, I've got another yeah. one of my uh, all over the place with Jason Allen King uh, coming out this Saturday when Brian, take it away. Saturday, 830 at the uh, uh, Comedy Zone Charlotte's Facebook page. Uh, a live, uh, as it were, broadcast of a uh, comedy show. I don't know yet who the comics are, so I don't know who's going to be on it, but I can tell you Jason Allen King will be part of it. But uh, yeah, 8.30 Saturday night at the uh, Charlotte Comedy Zone's page. I'm going to be releasing uh, episode number five of my record collection. Uh, Nice. Probably right about the same time this thing drops. So right around uh, that time, probably Wednesday evening, Thursday uh, morning. Talking about the band Boston this time around. Uh, Nice, man. Conflict of of interest, uh, but cool. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, uh, Queen City (laughs) Podcast Network. And as for me, uh, actually, on Saturday, I will be uh, watching all that shit you guys just talked about. Um, I'm going to be checking out what Jason said. I'm going to be checking out his travel show. Uh, I'm also going to be checking out Brian's uh, record collection show. And I'm also going to be checking out the podcast or the broadcast that Brian's putting together on Saturday. So it's not like all of us have a busy weekend. 
And uh, yeah, I'm, my hunch is that you're probably so probably going to hit a cheeseburger place in Pornhub based on what Jason, we learned. I, let, me tell, let me tell you something, brother. I've been fighting cheeseburgers for a month, and I'm getting tired of fighting. Really, that <laughs> last like that last diatribe was for me because yep. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm trying to uh, you know I'm, I'm fighting this battle internally. Well, we're we're all pulling for you, buddy. I appreciate it. Got their own <laughs> oh my god no. don't Thanks tell me everybody. don't tell me the court of appeals this time <laughs> <laughs> all right we're out of here y'all uh be safe on, follow the guidelines take care of yourselves and we will catch y'all next week uh just remember don't leave yet the close is going to roll so don't go anywhere because your files have to upload so sorry to lift the veil on, at the end of the show here, but we'll go ahead and say goodbye one more time. You heard it, audience. Don't leave after it's over. Stay and listen more. Okay, whatever happens, just keep the shit on. Uh, Brian, what were you saying? I'm sorry. No, uh, uh, just stay. Just keep your program open when the show ends because your files have to upload. Remember, oh, that- so don't don't like. As soon, I'm really talking to Will more than anybody else. When the show ends, don't run away. Don't shut your computer down, and switch over to Pornhub because I need your file. So just stay where you are. First of all, y'all gonna stop talking like I watch y'all right. gonna stop talking about, about me like I watch all the Pornhub, okay? So plenty of Pornhub going around. I just talk about it more. Okay, so say goodbye, Will. Oh. Goodbye, y'all. See you next week. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. Oh, <laughs> oh.